All right, news roundup and information overload hour. Our toll-free uh, telephone number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. You ever think we'd be living in these times that we're living in? If you really think about this, did you ever think that we'd abandon Americans behind enemy lines? I, I never thought that day was possible. We have. Did you ever think you'd see the mess at the border? Uh, no, I never thought it would ever get that bad. Now we have Mayorkas is literally out there in private conversations admitting. Now, it was bad enough yesterday. We got the news that another 85,000 illegal immigrants are on their way uh, Panama, out of Panama, uh, Haitian immigrants to the United States. And today we learned Joe Biden's open borders chief liar and propagandist, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, is predicting privately behind closed doors that 400,000 new illegals are making their way to our border. And the only problem is that's not what he's telling the American people. You know, now we've got so we've got a now we have a, a situation where we finally reach energy independence for the first time in 75 years. And look what's happening. We're begging OPEC for production. You've got one point two trillion. I've gone over the, the money again and again and again. You hear these numbers, one point two trillion, six hundred billion, three point five trillion. The real numbers. Manchin has a, 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 you know, he says, I'm only going to go up to $1.5 in the reconciliation bill. Okay, well, that, that's a total price tag of $5 trillion. You look at this Build Back Better, you know, AOC's Green New Deal insanity, it's, it's not anything that we can afford. If you look at the reference in, in 2019, our entire budget was $4.4 trillion for the year. You know, where, where are we going to get an extra 10 to $12 trillion? Because that's what we're talking about. You know, all right, so they're going to, what, raise taxes, they build back better, plant taxes on corporations and small businesses and individuals. You know, after you pay taxes your entire life, if you die, then 60, uh, 62 cents out of every dollar you still have, well, they'll take that from you. I mean, they want another bite at the apple. And, you know, this lie that if you make under $400,000 a year, you're not going to pay one penny. You have my word as a Biden you mean like the word you gave Americans in Afghanistan and then 13 laters you betrayed them and abandoned them behind enemy's lines? Corporations don't pay taxes. They pass them on to the consumers. And that's not all. This, you know, the, the second way the federal government's going to raise funds, okay, quantitative easing. What's that? Printing money. What does printing money mean? Inflation. What does that mean? Your paycheck is less valuable and everything you buy will become more expensive. Your grocery bill, higher. The gas in your car to fill your tank costs more. The money to heat and cool your home will cost more. Raw materials, lumber, aluminum, you name it, will cost more. Housing and rent prices will soar. And then if you add to all of this what Joe has done by giving up energy independence, all right, now we're paying a buck fifty more a gallon. We see now a barrel of oil headed back to ninety bucks a gallon. We see record prices for natural gas. Why? Because Joe artificially reduced the supply. This is simple economics 101. Supply and demand crisscross and dictate the price. We've now artificially lowered the, the world supply of energy. What's happening? You know, it's making Russia and Putin rich again. It's making the, you know, the, the, the oil producing nations in the Middle East like Saudi Arabia rich again. It's making Iran more powerful again because now the Straits of Hormuz are back in play for the United States. When we're energy independent, it doesn't matter what happens in the Straits of Hormuz. Anyway, here to weigh in on all of this is former Speaker of the House, New uh, New Gingrich. By the way, in a month, his new book is coming out. I'm, I'm reading it now. It's called Beyond Biden. 
And this is going to be a book everybody's going to want to read. We have a link on Hannity.com if you want to get a, a first print edition. Uh, Mr. Speaker, welcome back. Well, it's great to be with you. And <clears throat> these are absolutely amazing times. I, I just saw a note that they're now projecting 400,000 illegal immigrants in one month. That'll be seven times the number who came in the same month last year. Uh, and as you know, there's now a huge Haitian uh, convoy coming north. Uh, and the attitude of the Biden administration apparently is to greet them and welcome them and, you know, make sure that they get free community college. And if they go to Vermont or California, they'll be allowed to vote in local elections. Uh, and, of course, what that does is it sends the signal back to Haiti. Uh, we did a podcast at the Gingrich uh, 360 with the Gallup uh, expert who lives in this and has covered Central America for 40 years. And he said, the system now works. You fly from Port-au-Prince to Ecuador, come up through Colombia, across the jungle in, in the Darien area, come up through Panama, and then the, the cartel will actually, for about $8,000, take you from Mexico to wherever you want to go in the U.S. Uh, and he said there's just waves of Haitians coming. So the African entrance is you fly into Brazil, and then you come north from Brazil. And last month, I think something like 71% of the illegal immigrants who came across were, in fact, not from Guatemala, Honduras, or El Salvador. They were from other countries, uh, something like 120 countries now have people coming to the U.S. And, and the Biden administration position, of course, is like, like good uh, big government socialists, <clears throat> let them all come in. We'd, we'd like the maximum number of illegal immigrants that we can get. And then this is just going to become a tidal wave. You know, I, I look at this and then I look at, you know, the state of the country, and I'm wondering how is this possible? Mr. Speaker, I didn't think Americans got the opportunity to pick and choose the laws they want to obey and those they don't obey. Our well, constitutional don't. republic guys, is based. Go ahead. I was just to say, these guys routinely break the law. Start with Hunter Biden, who's clearly a crook, uh, and then just go through the whole process. Look at the, the district attorneys who refuse to enforce the law. They swear an oath to enforce the law, and now they refuse to do it. Uh, and, uh, of course, the whole thing they're doing with the border is illegal. They're, they're basically breaking the law as written. Uh, and, but but if, if you are a real left-winger, you have nothing but contempt for middle-class patriotic American laws, and you just think, well, of course I'm going to break it because I'm superior. I, I don't need to. That's why there, there are rumors that Biden may have avoided a half million dollars in taxes. Uh, it's, it's why... John Kerry got caught for uh, claiming to have put his yacht in a different state to save on taxes. Uh, these people routinely break the rules because they think they're an aristocracy, and I think the rest of us are stupid. You know, I look at I look at the state of the country, and I'm thinking, okay, there's this. When I asked you this question last night on TV, there's always this appeal that. Oh, thank goodness. The government is going to take away every fear I have. They're going to take care of my children. I'll have free daycare. They're going to take care of even the illegal immigrants. They get free college. That's how great a country we are. It's going to be free. A guaranteed government wage, K through 12 education, K through college education. Everything's free. Guaranteed government healthy food, guaranteed retirement, guaranteed. Now they're going to expand Obamacare. Here's my question. Based on the track record of the very people making these promises, 
Uh, aren't they the same people that promised to keep Social Security money in a lockbox and they raided it and it's now headed towards insolvency and the same with Medicare headed towards insolvency? Aren't the, aren't these the same people that destroyed our public school system because they want union uh, teacher money in their election races? So there are no standards. And and by by every measure, we pay more per capita per student with the worst results in the world. Aren't these the same people that promise to keep your doctor plan and pay less and millions lost their doctor's plans and everybody's paying about 250 percent more with Obamacare? Why would people why why is there this desire to trust people that that fail with every previous promise? I'm having a hard time understanding the appeal here. Well, let me say, first of all, if you simply replace the word free with taxpayer funded. You change the whole equation. And every taxpayer begins to realize none of this stuff is free. It's all going to be paid for by working Americans. Uh, second, the, the, the news media in general uh, is so radically far to the left now that uh, they refuse to cover things. Now, they try to minimize telling you the truth. They try to, you know, they, they try to get away from Afghanistan as fast as they can because it hurts Biden so much. Um, you go down this list, and I think it's a huge problem. As you point out, I, I thought in the Virginia governor's race, there was a huge break this week when Glenn Youngkin was in favor of parents having a role in their schools. And uh, Terry, McAuliffe. Yeah. Terry McAuliffe came out, the former governor, and said, no, no, he does not want parents involved in the schools. And you look at the anger that's building now about left-wing propaganda and left-wing indoctrination. Uh, I thought it was a very decisive moment. But it's also true that uh, Terry has gotten almost a million dollars out of the teachers' unions, over a million dollars from Bloomberg. So he's, he is spouting the left-wing line, uh, and it's the point you made. The schools are, don't work very well anymore. <clears throat> the answer would be reform. The teachers' unions will fight every inch of the way uh, because they want to impose an indoctrinated left-wing illiterate country uh, that they could then control. Let me ask you, because you were the architect of the contract with America. Republicans had not been in control of the House in 40 years. I had a front row seat to history. I watched you. I watched you build this movement, beginning with renewing American civilization, a series of tapes to build candidates knowledge on the issues of the day and what conservatism should be defined by. Uh, I learned a lot from you, uh, and we've been dear friends ever since, to be very blunt. You're like my older brother that yells at me a lot. Um, and uh, But no, in all seriousness, I learned a lot from you, and, and you're a but historian. Yeah, hold on. I just want the audience to understand. I do not yell at you a lot. I may yell occasionally you, a you yell at me. There's been an occasional, Hannity, you're an idiot. You're ruining your career. Yeah. I remember a call or two like that. But it's been occasional. It hasn't been a lot. I don't, <laughs> That's want, them to, true. I don't want them to think. And by the way, bullies. mostly mostly well deserved. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, I was an incorrigible child. The fact that I'm not in jail, I'm sure my parents in heaven are shocked. All right. That's so my question. Watching out for uh, there's no there's no doubt. So you move beyond Biden. So you look at 2022. OK, I think we have a great shot to take him back the House. Then you look at the Senate races. It's Florida. It's Georgia. It's North Carolina, South Carolina. It's New Hampshire. It's Pennsylvania. It's Wisconsin. It's Ohio. It's Nevada. It's Arizona. Now, if that's not the bellwether of all bellwether Senate races, I don't know what is. Now, I don't oh, know I think what's going right. to happen. 
I've, I've been with uh, Rick Scott, the senator from Florida, who's the leader of the Senate Republican Committee. And, uh, he's very optimistic. He's very, very smart. He also adds in Washington State, he said, we have an amazing candidate in Washington State. And uh, I think basically what you're watching on Capitol Hill right now is the uh, big government socialists desperately trying to, to pass a huge bill. Uh, and people need to remember, despite Manchin's language, despite uh, Cinema's language, when it mattered in August, every single Democrat voted yes for this big government socialism. And so I think they're going to have to go back home. Mark Kelly in Arizona has got to explain both why he's passive as 400,000 people cross the border in one month, which in Arizona is a huge issue, and why he's voting with the hard left uh, for higher taxes, bigger government, more control by unions. Uh, and I think he's, you know, every one of these states, I, I could imagine a sweep where we win the Senate maybe by a five- or six-seat margin. We win the House by somewhere between 40 and 60 seats. And uh, then we spend the next two years both on positive ideas, solutions that work, and having the kind of serious hearings we ought to be having about what's going on. You know, when, when uh, Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, uh, said that he, he absolutely did tell Biden not to take troops out of a Afghanistan, and Secretary Austin says the same thing, and the commander of the Central Command says the same thing, you have to ask a simple question. Is Biden lying, or does he have so much cognitive dysfunction that he literally has forgotten? And I think the latter is actually a little more frightening than if he's just lying. But no, nobody on the other day in that hearing just posed that question to these three officers. In your judgment, do you think the president forgot what you told him, or do you think the president's just lying to the country? I think that would have been a powerful question. Mr. Speaker, it's great to have you. I know the book is out November 2nd, but if people want a, a first print edition, they can go to Hannity.com. There's a link up there to Amazon uh, beyond Biden. Um, and we we need to start thinking about the future and, and cleaning up the mess that he's making every day. Uh, you know, Joe Biden's presidency is in a complete collapse. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, getting out of this is going to be difficult. Mr. Speaker, thank oh. you for being with us. We appreciate you, as always. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, you want to be a part of the program. Quick break, right back. Uh, we'll check in with Michael W. Smith and your calls. Final half hour of the program coming up straight ahead. This is the Sean Hannity Show, now heard on over 660 radio stations across America. Thanks to all of you for making this happen. Sean Hannity. All right, when we come back, we'll hit the phones, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. A busy Hannity tonight, a lot of breaking news, 9 Eastern on Fox. Hey, you're listening to the best of the Sean Hannity Show. We'll have more of your favorite guests, topics, and memorable moments. That's all coming up. O-O-R. You are listening to the best of the Sean Hannity Show. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to take a second to hear the immortal Bob Grant's thoughts about the world today. Hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's sick and it's getting sicker. Now, back to the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. You know, one of the reasons that we start with Big and Rich and we've changed music on the show over the years is some of these stupid people in the music industry. We're on, like, how many stations now? 670, 665, something? How many stations? Yeah, it's almost 700. All right, so we're on more stations than any other show. And By the way, thanks to all of you. And we're willing to play the music of people we like. I particularly am drawn to country music. I like Christian contemporary music, too, but I'm not sure that would fit for the program because uh, I probably cuss even too much for Linda's pastor, but she's, he's used to it with her. But to be very frank, these the people then send us cease and desist letters. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And if you play more than, what is it, 30 seconds of a song, That's then right. you owe a fortune. I mean, not... We're not talking about a small amount of money. How much is it, Linda, if we get a violation? $150,000. They want 150 grand, and meanwhile, I'm promoting their music. I mean, it's so stupid. So one day, I called my friend John Rich. I say, hey, John, do you mind if we use your song uh, in the open to, our, to the radio program? Um, and he says, no, I love it. That's great. Which one? And the one you just heard, uh, coming to your city, that's the one I play. And he didn't. There was no headache, no heartache. It was just two friends talking, and and we're best friends. And you know, he was gracious about it. Took two seconds. Anyway, John Rich is with us, artist, whiskey connoisseur, as we know. Uh, his brand, Redneck Riviera. Uh, he's also now hosting his own show on Fox Nation and also on the Fox Business Network called The Pursuit. Uh, he interviewed Charlie Daniels, and what ended up being Charlie Daniels, who we love, his last interview. Listen, you know, I think he would be I think there's songs from heaven that's yeah. still waiting for us to hear and, and, and get down and put on paper. So I got one final question sure. for you. I ask, I ask every guest on The Pursuit this question as the final question, and that would be this. How has the right to pursue happiness changed your life? It is my life. I live my life. There's so many things I enjoy. You know, I enjoy eating. You probably tell that, you know. Enjoy a good glass of wine. I enjoy hunting. I don't get the chance to do it anymore, but I love my, love my guns. I love fishing. I love being able to, if I decide today to say, hey, so let's go down to Lake Weiss and catch some grappie. And get in the car and go. Or let's go, let's fly to Australia. Get your passport. You know, let's, let's go somewhere. Let's do something. Nobody stopped me. A lot of places you couldn't do that. You couldn't go out of town you're in. You couldn't go out of state you're in. Right. Pursuit of happiness, freedom and pursuit of happiness go hand in hand together. Freedom to worship any way you want to. Freedom to go anywhere you want to, to do anything you want to, to say anything you want to, right, wrong, indifferent, whatever. People don't have to listen to you, but you got a right to say it. Mm-hmm. That's the pursuit of happiness. Being the person to reach your potential and be the person that God designed you that you could reach your potential to be. That, to me, is the pursuit of happiness. God, family, country, work. That's my four principles. Boy, that was powerful. Our buddy John Rich is with us, Big and Rich. How are you, my friend? Hey, Sean, I'm good. I'm good. Man, just listening to... uh 
Charlie say that again. I, what a lifetime honor that was for me to sit with him. Who knew that 19 days later he was going to pass away? And, um, you know, to have that on record, is that's, that's what was on his mind and the things that you'll see in this interview tonight. That I asked him a lot of questions. And you know how Charlie was. He didn't hold back. He, he didn't care. Who Charlie's soapbox, yes. He was just going to tell you the truth, you know? You know, when you really think about it, this is what I think we're missing in society now. Because I give this one-minute speech on what it means to be a conservative. And if you want to hear it, I'll, I'll give it to you. Uh, it, and it's very simple. Conservatism is not complicated, but it's rooted in what Charlie said. God, faith, family, and country. And we believe in liberty. We believe in freedom. We believe in capitalism, our constitution. Less government, limited government, lower taxes, less bureaucracy. We want choice for our kids for schools. We want law and order and safety and security in our towns and cities. Very simple stuff. Free market health care solutions that take into account pre-existing conditions. Uh, we want constitutionalists, those that believe in that document on the bench. We want, let's see, secure borders, legal immigration. We want energy independence. We had it under Donald Trump. We want free and fair trade. We want peace through strength. And that pretty much sums it up, John Rich. <laughs> it's not that friggin' complicated, if I can say it. So basically everything that's opposite of what's going on right now in the country. Pretty much. Totally opposite of everything you just said. So the way, the way I look at it, because it, it, it's not my opinion, it's what it says. It's in the Declaration of Independence. It calls it our inalienable rights, meaning they are not rights given to us by man or given to us by government. They're given to us by God himself, by the creator of mankind. And it says that those rights are life, liberty, and not the right to be happy, the right to pursue happiness. And so this show I've got to pursue, I sit people down, Sean, of all kinds of backgrounds, all different kinds of Americans who have pursued happiness. They have absorbed failure. They have dealt with, with defeat. They've dealt with disappointment. But they continue to pursue happiness, to exhaust their potential. If there was ever a human being that exhausted their potential, it is Charlie by God Daniels. And so tonight on this show, this is the first time this has ever been seen on television. That's 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, Fox Business Network. This is honestly one of, the, one of my most proud moments of my life, Sean, was to sit with Charlie Daniels and ask him these questions and learn his story. He was always a hero of mine, and he did a lot of the Freedom Concert tours with us. We raised millions and millions of dollars uh, that have now been distributed. I, I got a note over 20-some-odd million dollars to, to the children of slain soldiers for scholarships for college uh, he was a big part of that movement, and believe me, it was a very heavy lift. Yeah, let me go back to something you said, because your life is fascinating to me. Hanging out with you is always a trip. And I, I, if anyone had the opportunities that I've had in life to hang out and party with John Rich, I'm warning you, it's going to be a long night. You're going to reek of cigars and, and some type of whiskey, even though I don't even drink whiskey. He makes me do it. He's the only person <laughs> that can make me drink a shot of of redneck riviera whiskey for crying out loud anyway and it's fun but you said something deep and profound here and it, by the way the the soul of the musician comes through in their writing and in their playing so you have this background uh, you're the son of a pastor you know but yet you raise hell and when you go out and party i know because i've been there and you, you, there's nobody more fun to party with 
and you got this this soulful side of you, and then you just said something really profound, and that is that our rights come from God. You believe, as I believe, that every human being on this earth, the, these are called natural rights, God-given rights. I believe the word education from the Latin derivative educare means to bring forth from within. Well, what is within is what God put in you. God put in you an ability to sing. God gave me a big, fat mouth. I wish I had the ability to sing because that looks a little bit more fun than what I'm doing, but, you know, I'm, I'm not complaining. And a lot of people, we don't understand freedom anymore. Like, for example, look at the choice that some people have made. These people are willing to give up their pensions. Policemen, teachers, nurses, military personnel. And they're willing to, they're standing on their freedom. Nobody's going to convince them at this point whether they should get the shot or not get the shot. They've made up their mind, John. And right. now we're going to fire first responding nurses and our military personnel that risk their lives for us because they, they have a personal yeah. conviction that we that maybe many disagree with? Yeah, from heroes to zeros in 12 months flat. That's exactly how they're being treated. So here's what I see in the country, Sean. I see more and more every day America being divided into two groups. And it's not along political lines, racial lines, gender lines, eco status, none of that, economy status, none of that. I see one group that believes what they're being told and one group that doesn't. That's it. I mean, ask yourself why 28% of African Americans are vaccinated. That means 72% are not. Well, a lot of those folks are not Republicans. They don't vote conservative. They, they don't agree with a lot of the things I might believe in. But they have made up their mind. I don't trust what I'm being told at this point. I want to know more about it before I make a decision that big for my life. And so the government comes in and says, no, I don't think so. Uh, you said how to define freedom. They are changing the way they're trying to anyway, the way we view freedom. They want us to believe that, free, that the government giveth and the government taketh away. In reality, our inalienable rights, it's the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. You Joe see, Biden is not God. The government it, is not this, God. It, it's this one-size-fits-all medicine that really bothers me. It's all these people, I don't care if they're Hollywood actors or radio hosts or TV hosts or or politicians in Washington, oh, you got to get the vaccine, got to get the vaccine. Well, there are people that have rare conditions that their doctors recommend they don't get it, number one. Number two, for whatever reason, there, and I think a lot of vaccine hesitancy, and I believe in science, was created by the government. Because they change their mind and their and and their protocols almost on a daily basis, so I think they've created well, their own distrust here. But I'm trying to find a way that people don't lose their pensions, John. And I'm saying, well, right. if you if they're not going to get it and they made up their mind, will you at least test them every day, and then this way they can right. keep their pension and pay their bills? Well, there's a word for what they're doing for what you just described. You know what that word is, Sean? It's called coercion. It's called coercion. When you threaten people that if they don't do something, something bad's going to happen to them, so you better go do it, that's called coercion. And so you've got people saying, listen, I can't find a long-term study. I've got a friend that was vaccinated, and they caught COVID, and they died in the hospital. I don't trust Dr. Fauci. I don't, they've got a list of reasons. And as Americans, they should be allowed to have their list of reasons and make the best decision that they think. Well, wait a minute. Dr. Fauci says that. Without being penalized. 
there comes a point that you should give up your freedom for the greater good, John Rich. You didn't hear that? No, that's called communism. Yeah, 101, baby. That's communism. That's what that's what that means, the greater good, the community. You know, we have actual communists in this country, whether they want to declare that or not. You know, the only thing communists have ever ruled over, Sean, burning piles of destruction. That's it. And so if you ask yourself, why are these people actively destroying our country right now on so many levels? Why are they doing that? Because they have to destroy it, Sean, before they can rule it. What did and you think of what Travis? What did you think of Travis Tritt's stance? That he said that Travis they Tritt is dead on the money. You know, I, I, listen, there's a show that I let go of as well. I just didn't publicize it, but I, I cut one out too. I said, no, I'm not going to be the bait on the hook that you throw out there into the water to get country music fans to possibly do something that they don't really want to do just so they can hear me sing a country song. I will not be a part of this coercion tactic. All right, quick break. More with John Rich on the other side. Top of the hour. He is now closing in very closely on this November 2nd race against Terry McAuliffe. Virginia gubernatorial candidate Glenn uh, Youngkin will join us. And, oh, Terry had a bad day yesterday. We've got the tape straight ahead. Sleepy Joe just signed more executive actions in one week than most presidents did in their entire term. So much for democracy. Looks like Joe is the new dictator. Hannity's on right now. Continue. John Rich uh, joins us, of course, a big and rich and the host of the pursuit on FoxNation.com. You know, it, it's interesting whether you disagree or disagree. It's not even a debate anymore about vax or don't vax. It's not because they made up their mind. And so at this point is, is there another solution that we can save people from losing their careers and their jobs and their benefits and their pensions? Uh, I'm looking at the human side you know, I don't listen. I get a flu shot every year and people half my friends think I'm nuts. Linda thinks I'm nuts. And then uh, the other half of uh, my <laughs> friends right. think they, they do the same thing. But you have these discussions. I don't know why people make the de decisions they make, but clearly nobody's going to be able to convince them at this point. I don't believe everything that can be said has been said. Well, that is, that is correct. And at the end of the day, the harder the government tries to force feed people and then can cattle prod them into a decision that they're not comfortable with the stiffer their necks are going to get and this this comes down to individual freedom listen sean we know that vaccinated people can still catch the virus and they can still spread the virus that's been established we know these things so people take all of it into account and they make up their own decision that listen, they but be i allowed. am saying this of course they should, sean there's a million people a weekend cramming into college football stadiums and they're not wearing masks, and they're not having to show vax papers, and they're not having to take a PCR test before they walk in. But the police have to, and the nurses have to. They, they weren't vaccinated last year when they were out being the heroes. So it's, it's all nonsense, and it's, and it's hypocrisy, and it is causing major division in this country, and it's not going to end well if somebody doesn't pull the ripcord and allow people to be free again. 
John Rich, we appreciate you being with us. Redneck Riviera Whiskey, The Pursuit on FoxNation.com, Fox Business Network. Thank you, sir, for being with us. Charlie Daniels, your next interview, it's going to be a, a blockbuster. We appreciate you being on board. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. We'll see you tonight. Thank you.